You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of a word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, with spelled out, Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can, and in many ways as we can, in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give. Uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael McKimbleEton.org or call 1-855-510-1397. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the Now Television Network. It's the second largest African-American television network. And it also is a satellite uh, also. And we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout Europe. Uh, we heard in London, Paris, throughout that corridor, as well as all over Africa. So we are excited about joining the team at the Now Television Network. We're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying and now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church where I serve as the senior pastor we're continuing a series entitled he's been faithful He's been faithful. I mean, look at that word today entitled, He's He was faithful to Ruth. He was faithful to Ruth. We're going to be looking at Ruth chapter 4, verses 12 through 15. And now, without any further ado, let's get into the service where we'll get Praise into the, the Word. Once again, happy to be in the household of the Lord and... Uh, we want to uh, recognize our mayor. She won. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. And we pray that she will be like a Daniel. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. Continue to pray for her and her term this time. Amen. As we fast and pray. I'll send out the list and remember to pray for this coming Sunday, 121 years of faithful service. And we just want to pray that God would bless that day in a tremendous way. Amen. Amen. A few other announcements. Uh, this Wednesday, September the 20th, uh, 2023, uh, Tatum is going to be in revival. And uh, we were invited to come on this coming Wednesday. And I want all who are able to join us in Tatum, uh, Oklahoma, Pilgrim Baptist Church. Right. And, and as we worship with them, they have been a great support to us in uh, our revivals. Amen. Amen. Both the loyalty month, uh, uh, the dean helped us there and, 
and they even drove our revivalist when he was down. So we want to be a support to them. And Bethlehem's choir will sing, amen? Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. And as I said, the 121 anniversary, continue to fast and pray as we celebrate God's faithfulness of 121 years. Uh, next, I just want you to mark your calendar. In October, we're going to be celebrating with Dr. Lawson. He's celebrating 40 years of ministry. And on that Wednesday, October the 11th, uh, uh, we will go down and help him celebrate his 40 years of ministry in Jesus' name. And we're looking forward to Loyalty Month. Amen. Right. Amen. And we're going to have what I, what I deemed it as Loyalty Revival. Amen. And I need you to be fasting and praying for our instructors. God used them in an awesome and a mighty way last time. And we pray that God will continue to use them in an awesome and a mighty way as we look forward to this. And more information will come as time moves forward. Amen. Amen. And also mark your calendar October the 23rd through the 25th. Nightly at Mount Zion Baptist Church, we're going to have Dr. John Adolph who's going to come and share in our district revival. If any of you uh, went uh, last year and have heard him uh, preach the word, you should be excited. Amen. Amen. So I want you to mark your calendars and be ready uh, to be a part of that. Amen. 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 And praise the Lord. We're continuing a series this morning. Entitled, He's Been Faithful. The Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir sung the song, How God Has Been Faithful. And God has been faithful to the Bethlehem Baptist Church 121 years. He has been faithful. And we're just praising God this whole month long about God's faithfulness, and that's the title of the series. He's been faithful. Psalms 37 and 25 says, I've been young and now I'm old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread because he has uh, been faithful. So we're celebrating our faithfulness to our church and looking forward to what God is going to do uh, in the future in the life of this church. Amen? Amen. Amen. We've already talked about Abraham and how he's faithful to Abraham and Moses and old brother Joseph uh, last Sunday and on Wednesday we, we saw how he was faithful to Noah and today we're going to see how he's faithful to old sister Ruth. Amen? All right, yeah, I yeah, wonder yeah. why I call her old but <laughs> sister Ruth and uh, we're going to continue in the series, but we're going to read in our hearing uh, this morning, Ruth chapter 4, verses 13 and 15. He's been faithful to Ruth. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God in Jesus' name. And let's read this together out loud at the same time. Two slides. One, two, three. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. When he made love to her, the Lord enabled her to conceive, and she gave birth to a son. The women said to Naomi, Praise be to the Lord, 
who this day has not left you and our guardian redeemer. May he become famous throughout Israel. He will renew your life and sustain you in your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you and who is heir to you, the seventh son, has given him birth. Amen and praise the Lord. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. This morning, once again, we're going to talk about he was faithful to Ruth. He was faithful to Ruth. We're going to look on around three points. The Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about a sovereign connection. We're going to talk about a sovereign conception. And we're going to talk about a sovereign celebration we want Christians to know today that Christians should trust God to be faithful in their love, marriage, and family life. Christians should trust God to be faithful in their love, marriage, and family life. We're going to look at this brief video, then we'll get. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land of Judah. Elimelech and his wife, Naomi, left Bethlehem and journeyed to Moab, about a three or four day trek through the rugged mountains and arid plains surrounding the Dead Sea. And they were joined by their two sons, Malon and Kilion. Now Naomi and her two sons dwelled in the land of Moab for ten years. Kelion married Orpah, and his brother Malone married a woman named Ruth. And Naomi's husband, Elimelech, died there in Moab, leaving Naomi alone, with little more than memories of the way things used to be. And Ruth's husband, Malon, died in Moab, as did Kilion, Orpah's husband. Hearing that the famine in Judah has passed, Naomi and her daughters-in-law begin their journey to Bethlehem, Judah. Each step brings Naomi closer to home, but further from her closest loved ones, now laid to rest in a foreign land. It was the beginning of the harvest season in the fields of Bethlehem, and there was a wealthy landowner named Boaz who commanded his young men. Boaz was a family member of Elimelech, Naomi's husband, who had died in Moab. Praise the Lord. Amen and praise the Lord. Many times when we study the books of the Bible, we're not that familiar with the way the land was and that was a great uh, illustration of uh, the desertous mountainous kind of plains that they were and would have to adjust to and on the map here it shows uh, their trip uh, from Bethlehem back up here across running past uh, Jericho back down to Moab and Moab is right here and oh uh, Sister Naomi uh, lost her husband and lost her two sons. Right. 
and one of her daughter-in-laws decided to stay back here in Moab, but right. we know Sister Ruth made a determination to be with her mother-in-law and to serve her mother-in-law's God. And she's a great example of loyalty, loyalty. She was loyal to her mother-in-law and she decided to go back. And they made that trip, that desertous, that mountainous. Remember I told you to come up through here. It's like 4,000 uh, 4, feet up to get around and to go back down over here to Bethlehem. That's the trip um, that they would take. And this is our text on the maps today. I heard some news about a man that I admire so much. A man that I admired not only him, but his wife. And many of you were utterly devastated when we heard that his wife had died. Talking about Dr. Tony Evans, yeah, right. Loss of Sister Evans, and I believe they were married for almost 40 years, uh, close to that. This was a very devastating time for Dr. Evans because he had lost his father just before that, and I believe there were two other relatives, close relatives, he had he had lost and. His life had gotten utterly, utterly, <coughs> just utterly, utterly horrible with loss. And I mentioned him today because four years later, last week, he announced that he was engaged to another lady. And uh, the church applauded that, uh, that he was engaged. And I thought about Dr. Evans when I looked at this text and Sister uh, Ruth and Sister Naomi, she had, and they had gone through just a horrible death. Amen. She, Naomi, had lost her husband after moving from Bethlehem, going to a strange land amongst the strange people, a people who was known to sacrifice children to false gods. It was a, a wicked kind of nation. And her husband dies. Horrible, horrible thing to go through. But not only that, within 10 years, she lost both of her sons. Both of her sons. And it seems that she was lost by herself in a strange land amongst the strange people. But she had heard that God was moving amongst her people. And when she heard that God was moving amongst her people, she decided to go back home. Right. 
to go back to Bethlehem. And I, I never, never, ever, being a pastor of Bethlehem Church, not labor the point. You should always stay at Bethlehem. All right. Yes, sir. Don't ever leave Bethlehem. Even if there was a drought, even if there is a famine, it was a drought and it was a famine, and we wonder whether this man made the right choice to leave the house of bread uh, to go to a foreign land where they worship false gods. Uh, and But we see what happened when they left. Oh, she lost everything. Never leave Bethlehem. Never leave the house of bread, even in a time of drought. Don't you know droughts happen all the time? Right. Sometimes people, oh, get caught up in thinking that this is a drought. Drought happens all the time. Uh, there's famine all the time down there in Texas. The cattle farmers will let you know there was a drought this last summer. It's the worst drought, they said, in about 100 years. Oh, in this life and in this time, there will be drought. But don't you ever leave Bethlehem. Don't ever leave the house of bread. Stand on the word of God because if God says this is the place of bread, regardless of the harvest, uh, he will provide bread. Hello, somebody. So she heard over there in Moab that God had is visiting their people and it was harvest time, barley harvest. Hello, somebody. The video showed, oh, brother Boaz came on the scene and, and barley harvest was a new time. It was a new day. They had been through a whole lot and, and but God was saying this is a new day. This is a new time. What if this morning God is saying to the Bethlehem Baptist Church, this is a new day. This is a new time. It's harvest time. It's barley harvest time and God is about to manifest miracles. God is about to encourage you through your losses, through your pain, through your heartache. It's harvest time in Jesus' name and God would begin to work and we see, oh, when it was a barley harvest, oh, Brother Boaz came across, oh, as you saw those fields in the video and he looked and he wondered whose young woman is this? Hello, some. Hello, right. Sister Ruth. Right. Being at the right place at the right time, having made the right commitments, God had put her in a place, oh, where he would manifest what I call a sovereign connection. Oh, when you do the right thing, make the right commitments, obey the word of God, be faithful to the folk that you love. Oh, be faithful there in Bethlehem. God has the ability, oh, to set up a, a sovereign connection. Now, this was a sovereign love connection but don't you know he can set up all other kinds of sovereign connections that can lead you oh oh to a political appointment it can lead you oh to a new child it can lead you oh to a state apartment oh it can lead you oh to a promotion in the corporate realm it can lead you oh come here Daniel oh even if but take it away oh God would use him in a foreign place and in a foreign land because of his sovereign connection. Oh, there was a sovereign love connection and in the text on the point number one, a sovereign oh, connection it says in chapter four, so Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. Praise the Lord. 
the Lord. The same way people celebrated on that announcement of Dr. Evans. Praise the Lord! Two people who have lost their mates. Two people who have been faithful to the Lord. Two people who serve God with all their hearts. After going through a time of great mourning, they found one another. It was a divine connection. Oh, and because of their faithfulness, God decided to put them together. Because of, oh, Boaz's faithfulness and Ruth's faithfulness, oh, God decided to put them together in Jesus' name. They didn't even have to go to blackpeoplemeet.com. Hello, somebody. They didn't have to swipe left or swipe right. Oh, all they had to do was depend upon the sovereignty of God because God says this morning that he has been faithful to Ruth. And guess what? Somebody's wondering whether or not God's going to come through again. Or somebody's wondering whether he's going to come through on the first time. God sent me here this morning to let you know all that he was faithful to Sister Ruth. And guess what? He can be faithful to you because he's not a respecter of persons. And guess what? He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. That's why Moses had to go and tell Pharaoh, who shall I say send me? I am that I am. Tell him since I am everything that you need. Hello, Pharaoh. Oh, our God is a protector. Our God is a provider. Our God provides for our every need in Jesus' name. Is there anybody here believe that God is going to provide for your every need? Is there anybody here believe that he still oh, can manifest some sovereign connections, whether it's in your love life or your work life or your corporate life or your political life? He can provide divine connections oh, to get you in a place oh, where he can use you in a greater and a more mighty way. Is there anybody here know that God has been faithful to me? Hello, somebody. He's been faithful. He was faithful to old Sister Ruth. He was faithful to old Brother Boaz. Genesis 24 and 45 says, before I finished praying, and this was another divine connection, old Sister Rebecca uh, was there and uh, Abraham wanted a, a wife for his son, but he didn't want, a, want his son to marry a pagan woman, so he sent his servant back, oh, to his people, oh, to find his son a wife, and the servant went, oh, and God led that servant to the right place at the right time, a divine sovereign connection, and he said this, before I finish praying, that's the servant, who was praying, oh, for a wife, for his uh, old boss's son. He said, before I finish praying in my heart, guess who showed up? Old Sister Rebecca showed up. Hello, somebody. And old Sister Rebecca showed up oh, with a jar on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew water. And, and he said to her, please give me a drink. Oh, you know that story? Oh, Sister Rebecca wasn't lazy. Sister Rebecca was a hard worker. Sister Rebecca, oh, got the water for his camels. Oh, and God manifested and showed his divine connecting affinity and put him in the right place at the right time. Oh, we call that sovereignty. Oh, we, we call that, oh, providence. 
been single oh, for many years. But don't you know she left the next day to get her husband. Hello, somebody. Because she was living right. Hello, somebody. Right. Hello, somebody. God has the power to give you the divine connection that you need to get you in the places where he wants you to be in Jesus' name. Oh, many times they tell you it's not who you know. Uh, what you know is who you know. Hello, somebody. And maybe that's right. Maybe it is not. Not what you know is who you know. If you know God, guess what? You know enough of somebody. Hello, somebody. Oh, you know somebody that can get you through the glass ceiling, that can help you climb the corporate ladder. You know God that can provide a mate in Jesus' name. Oh, and I'm a testimony to that. I tell it all the time. I was all oh, lonely there in Abilene, Texas. Uh, I didn't realize why I was so lonely until I wrote a book about the Psalms of loneliness. Uh, oh, and I discovered uh, I was feeling so lonely because uh, I was in a foreign land. Hello, somebody. I left Dallas, Texas, went to Abilene, a foreign land, left my family, left my church, uh, left all of my friends, and I got down there, and it was a sovereign connection to get me there. Oh, but I was lonely and alone, and I really began to understand what Britney Spears said back in the day, that my loneliness is killing me, and I had to pray to the Lord that he would send me somebody. Oh, and guess what God promoted? Sister Echon made her oh, a big muggity mug there in Abilene, Texas, oh, and put her over several offices in West Texas to get her to me. Oh, that's a sovereign divine connection in Jesus' name. He's the same God that's been faithful to me, Sister Echon, the the same God that's faithful, oh, the doctor and the same God that was faithful, oh, to Ruth and Boaz, the same God that was faithful to old sister Rebecca, she didn't have to swipe left, hello, or swipe right, hello, somebody, she just had to serve the Lord with all her heart, mind, and soul, and it manifests itself in a willingness to serve and put her in the right place at the right time, hello, somebody, yes, Lord. God only hits, I heard Dr. Evans say, God only hits a moving target. Hello, somebody. And she was moving. Hello, somebody. And being faithful in Jesus' name. A sovereign connection, as we talked about this morning, he was faithful to Ruth. He was faithful to Ruth. Not only that, there was a sovereign conception. Hello, somebody. A sovereign conception. Now, I want young people today who wants to have marriage and family. I tell them the opposite advice at what most of the world says. Most of the world tells young people to go and to get their college education. That'll take about four years. Somebody's 18, four years after they get out of college. They're in their early. 20s. Then they tell them to establish your career, which would usually take to establish to get to places that you want to go would take probably about 10, uh, 10 years. You're in your early 20s. 10 years from that, you're 32. Having established your career, what you don't realize is when you take all that time and you don't put family first, fertility becomes an issue. 
because they tell us that a woman's womb at 35 is, is considered geriatric. So we have a lot of young, successful people who are having problems conceiving and having babies because a woman's body is meant to have babies at a younger age. And I, I, I remember that when I looked at her like because she had never given birth before Ruth. Right. She was married. But she hadn't given birth before. So there already may have been an issue with conception. When she left, as a matter of fact, that's why her mother-in-law told her, you, you, may, you may do better to find somebody else right here in Moab because if you go down over to Bethlehem, they don't like more bodies women. You probably won't ever be able to get married, let alone to have children. She said, if I could get married, I, what you gonna do? You gonna wait till my child gets grown and get married? Hell somebody. Right, right. Hell somebody. But there was a sovereign, not only a sovereign connection, but a, co a sovereign conception. Don't worry about this. It says he made love to her, and the Lord enabled her to conceive. Hello, somebody. The Lord enabled her to conceive. Amen. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's how you serve. Hello, somebody. Long before fertility treatments. Long before the petri dish, long before freezing your eggs, hello somebody. God had the power because these two people had gone all the way with God. And when you go all the way with God, God does, does something special in your life. He, he acts outside of nature in your life because oh, you're committed to him and serve him with all your heart, mind, and soul. And as we saw, miracles can happen. Anybody here believes God can still manifest miracles. I, I still believe today because he is the great I am. He is a God who's able to provide for my every need. He can provide even my conception needs in Jesus' name. All right, amen. Jesus' name. Whether it's my family conception or church conception, he's able to add to the church. The Bible says as he, she fits. I, I don't have to worry about who's not here when I serve a God who's able and willing oh, to add when he sees fit. Hello, somebody. All I got to do is, uh, oh, be faithful. Oh, and God will take care of the rest of the conception needs uh, in my life. He is a God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything. I ask thee or imagine in Jesus' name. Do you serve that same God today? I hope you serve a God who can make the divine connection, who can make the sovereign conception. Oh, there's some dead things uh, in your life. Uh, your marriage may be dead, but God can bring it back to life. Uh, oh, your job may be going under, but God can bring it back to life. God can manifest a uh, uh, harvest uh, right in the middle right after. Oh, there's been a famine in the land. God has the ability to manifest. Oh, as a matter of fact, he can create ex nihilo. He can create something out of nothing. Oh, if you're oh, looking at a place where you want God to move 
and you don't have nothing to get you to where God moves. Oh, you have God because God said, oh, I don't need nothing. I'm God. I'm not oh, limited to all these anthropomorphic terms that you try to put me in human terms. I am God. Oh, your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. I have the power if you have the ability to believe. I have the power to manifest and to do something exceedingly abundantly above anything that you ask, think, or imagine in Jesus' name. That's the kind of God that I serve a sovereign conception. Hello, somebody. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name had sovereign connection, got sovereign conception. Genesis 21 and 1 through 2 says, Now the Lord was what gracious to Sarah as he had said. And the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. Because Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age. At the very time God had promised him. Right. Oh, Sister Sarah heard what God was planning to do and she laughed. Yes, she laughed. Yes, she did. Help somebody. Mm-hmm. Laughed like they, they laughed at old brother Dion for leaving Hard Jackson and, and Jackson State and going over there to the Buffaloes and, uh, because of all that he accomplished. And folk began to laugh and ridicule him. And, He's putting all his critics to shame. Hello, somebody. Right, right. In Jesus' name. Because he believed God would be faithful to him. As a matter yeah. of fact, he asked, Do you believe now? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Yeah. And I'm not Brother Dion. I'm not talking about that. A football, but I have to ask you that. Do you believe now? Hello, somebody. After 221 years, do you believe now? After delivering you out of COVID, do you believe now? After touching your body and delivering you out, oh, do you believe now? I believe. Do you believe in Jesus' name that he can manifest miracles? A 90-year-old woman would have a child. And she would have to name him. He laughs. That's the name. Right, that's right. Because right. she laughed at God. Yeah. Don't ever underestimate the power of God. Amen. Let me see that. Because people do that. Because they, they, they look at who's not here. They look that it's not a lot of people here. And somehow they, uh, that which is really faulty theology. Can you imagine being the God of the universe? And we're supposed to be here worshiping him in spirit and in truth. And when he comes to be a part of Bethlehem's service, he got folk thinking about the folk that are not here. The folk that are not here that don't have any power to consent. No power to connect. No power whatsoever. And they begin to think because there's not many people here. That there's not much God here. There's a lie from the pit of hell. All right. Woo! Yeah. Life on the pit of hell. Who shows up in this place? Don't put God on the throne. Amen. Hello, somebody. And if they don't come and don't take him off the throne. Amen. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. We look at these people where God is working. It's 
It was down to two. I hear the word says, wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm in the midst. And God was in the midst of them as they had to walk up 4,000 feet up towards Jerusalem and swing on back down to Bethlehem. Yeah. God was with them and God was about to work in marvelous and mighty ways in Jesus' name. Because it wasn't about the famine, it wasn't about the death, it was about the God that they served in Jesus' name. And as long as they could keep their eyes on Him, hello somebody, Bethlehem, God says, keep your eyes on me. I ain't never left you or forsake you. Right. Amen. And because others have, that don't move me from the throne. Because others refuse to come in a similar cover like the word of God says, that don't take me from my place. If you can come here with a mind to serve me and to love me, I can do all marvelous things, things that you have never seen before in Jesus' name. Yeah. Woo! Uh-huh. He's God of the divine, a sovereign connection. He's God of the sovereign conception. And last thing is, I keep us to yeah, talking about it. He's faithful to Ruth. Hell right. right. something we see. Yeah. He was faithful not only to Ruth, but Sarah and Rebecca and Naomi and Ruth. He. This leads to a sovereign celebration. Hell of something. Says the woman, the women said to Naomi, Praise be to who? To the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. Who this day has not left you without a guardian, redeemer. Uh, some Bible says a kinsman, redeemer. Because that's what old brother, old Boaz decided to do. Oh, it's a cultural thing where it will keep the family line together. And, and, and Boaz was really to redeem her and save a family land and carry on the family name. Praise be to God. Oh, there is a guardian, redeemer, kinsman, redeemer. Oh, somebody here. Oh, don't you know that God can be your kinsman, redeemer. He can carry on your family name and he can bless you financially. He can do all that kind of stuff. May he become famous throughout Israel. Hello, a sovereign celebration. And when God moves in your life, Bethlehem, I want you to always remember, oh, to praise him. Don't allow miracles to go by without praising him. I want you to be like, oh, that one of the ten lepers, who Jesus said, go show yourself in the temple and was healed on the way to the temple. It was only one who came back and said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you're doing in the life of the Bethlehem Baptist Church. For all that you're doing in the life of the disciples here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. Oh, we continue to get sick. 
Oh, but God continues to heal. Oh, we continue. Oh, the suffer from the famine, but God continues to provide for our every need. He continues oh, to be our kinsman, redeemer when the gas go up and the eggs go up and there's famine in the land. He continues to be our kinsman, redeemer. He can redeem us out Oh, the mess we got ourselves into. Oh, he can redeem us into all God's plans for our lives. And we need to praise him for all the wonderful deeds that he's done in Jesus' name. I said, Bethlehem, you need to praise him for all the wonderful things that God has done. Oh, in Jesus' name. Oh, one of the ways you can see whether we really know how to praise. Oh, when the last play of the Buffalo games last night happened and that boy, oh, stopped the play. What did the crowd do? Oh, did the crowd shut up? Did the crowd be quiet? Uh, what did they do? They got loud and praise. Hello, sir. Oh, God is scored this morning and we ought to praise him right now in Jesus' name. I said, God is scored this morning. You ought to praise him right now in Jesus' name. Somebody say, hallelujah. Somebody say, hallelujah. Somebody say, praise your Jesus. Praise your Jesus. Praise your Jesus. For all that you have done, you've been faithful. Oh, to us, 121 years, you have been faithful to us, and we praise your holy name. I said, praise him right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. He's been faithful. I know he's been faithful to me. Yes, Lord. Last text. I'm out of time. Just jot that down. I'm not going to get into it. Because I'm out of time. All eyes closed. Heads bowed. And saints are praying. God was faithful to Ruth. Because she entered into a covenant relationship with him. Through the testimony of her mother-in-law, she decided to follow her mother-in-law and decided to follow her mother-in-law's God. She adapted her people and her land and gave up everything. And that's what you have to do to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have to give up everything. That's why some of us may not be saved because we thought we could make a public decision but live a wicked private life. Paul would always say check yourself to make sure you're in the faith. Right. We want to make sure that you're in the faith this morning. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And if you're here today and have not and do not remember ever giving your life to Jesus Christ, if you don't ever remember praying a prayer, a similar prayer like this, Dear Heavenly Father, I come today wanting to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I believe that he's your only son. 
I believe that he died for my sins, was buried, and raised again on the third day so that today I may be saved. I give my life away to you right now. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. We're praying for a sovereign spiritual connection. Is that one today? Praying for a sovereign connection this morning. Praying for a sovereign conception. Give your life to Jesus Christ so that we can have a sovereign celebration and worship God for you giving your life to Jesus Christ today. Is there one? Sit by the see. Now we're out of time. I'm not going to tarry long. But I am going to say that you can come after the service and say, Pastor, I want to speak to you. I want to make sure that I'm saved. And I'll be happy to talk to you in private. In Jesus' name. Would everyone please stand as I give the benediction. Father God, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name, Father. Yes, for you're truly worthy to be praised. We glorify you today. We thank you, Lord, for your word. And pray, Lord, that we might be able to live off your word. Put your hedge of protection around us. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again. And the people of God said, Hey, man, you are dismissed in Jesus' name. God bless you. You're listening to A Word from the Lord, the podcast. Again, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tan. And before we leave today's program, I want to take this opportunity to let you know the greatest story ever told. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And if you're listening, you don't ever remember a time where you've prayed that prayer of salvation, where you ask Jesus Christ to be in your heart, uh, to come into your heart, where you believe that he died for your sins, was buried and raised again on the third day, then today can be that time. All you have to do is pray after me or pray with me this prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I come today believing that you are God's only son and God's only way to enter into a personal relationship. I believe today that Jesus is God's only son, that he was buried and raised again on the third day, so that today I may be saved. Come into my heart, come into my life, take over my will. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you're anywhere near Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. You've been born into the body of Christ right here at the Bethlehem Baptist Church. And I want to see you in the service this coming Sunday at the 11 a.m. service. We start 
at 11 o'clock. Bring a family member or a friend. And I'm not inviting you to church. I'm telling you to come home because you've been born into the body of Christ right here. And if you are not in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma or driving distance, we're praying that you will find a church home. That's your priority right now. You have to find a church home. Holy Spirit, which was given to you when you pray that prayer, is going to lead and guide you to the right place. And in that place, after the preach, preach, I want you to go down and let them know you've prayed to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need a church home. Again, I want to thank you for listening to A Word from the Lord. Again, visit our website at awftl with drmichaelkimberleyeton.org. Get to know our vision. And also there you can support our ministry if God has moved this, moved in a way that you just have to give. Visit that website, awftl with pastormichaelkimberleyeton.org. We have several ways that you can give to PayPal, paypal.me backslash a word from the Lord. We have also Cash App, a dollar sign, a word from the Lord. And also there are books that you can buy to support the ministry. This month, uh, we're adding or letting you, making available uh, John on the Run, which is a series that I am preaching on the Word from the Lord TV. So you can get that book or Secret to Your Best Life. Visit the website and support us. We want to thank you for listening today. And may God bless you and keep you is my prayer.